We are Allie and Erica, certified integrative nutrition health coaches in gut and hormone health and the hosts of the podcast, Courageous Wellness. We are committed to destigmatizing conversations in the wellness space and celebrate the experiences and lessons of our guests in pursuit of physical, emotional, and spiritual wellness. Listen to Courageous Wellness wherever you get your podcasts with fresh episodes every Wednesday. Are you ready for a growth spurt? Well, I've got one for you today. One to two times a month, I'll give you a short message that I am calling a growth spurt that will help you narrow in on our focus of the month in ways that are bite-sized and super applicable right away. So let's jump on in. It is our first growth spurt of 2020 and I am here for it, friends. And yes, I'm sure you can already tell that I sound a little different. Um, I am under the weather, and as things are in my family growing up, Simmons do not go take medicine or go to doctors. We just don't do it. So that's what I'm doing right now. Pretty sure it's a sinus infection, but hey, I have something I need to talk to you about today. So ignore this gravelly voice here, and let's talk about a do-something plan for 2020. I'm going to skip my segment, Amazon made me do it, because there's a lot to share here, and I want to make sure these growth spurts still maintain their bite-sized amounts for you. Last year in January for 2019, our theme was New Year, New You. And my purpose behind that was to just emphasize that I believe in change, that I believe we can become better versions of who we are. And I love the possibilities of what not only a new year can bring, but life in general you can have a fresh start every single day, which also coincides with our new month's theme of Get Started. Now, in the introductory episode for this month and our theme, Get Started, I told you about how to come up with a do-something plan a little bit. I alluded to it and I said I wanted to do an episode on that, and that is today. Often in our lives, making and achieving goals will actually not be where we see the most personal growth and development and change. We have a yearning to get more in touch with who we really are and develop new sides of ourselves and extend ourselves and stretch ourselves beyond just improving our habits, which we might focus on more within our goals. So beyond just achievements and habit formation and uh, things we're after improving that are more systemized and things that we can see the outcomes better, we often need another way to stretch ourselves and to grow. And that is where my do something plan comes in. We used to call this do something list. Let me tell you what it's about. Back in 2017, when I was not yet starting my podcast, but I had started, you know what? This is actually 2016. Wow. Time flies. Um, I had this thought about uh, how to motivate myself and others to do something, to do something about how we want to change. And I started a campaign I called Do Something That Scares You. And I thought I would really take off. We'd have a lot of guest speakers or, or not guest speakers, but guest posts on my blog then at the time to share different ways that people were doing something that scares them. And you know what? It didn't really catch off. <laughs> but this phrase, do something, has never left me. And even though that campaign itself was a total flop, it's turned into so much more for not just me and this podcast. You might hear me say it often, especially at the end of episodes now where I say, you know, go and do something with what you learn here. I want you to do something that scares you. So how this evolved though, like what, where that list even came from was my own list that I had made preceding that, you know, flopped campaign. 
when I was approaching 30 and I realized that I was not myself, that I was a shell of Monica and that I was not showing up to my life in the way I wanted. And I was missing so much of who I was and who I wanted to be. And I didn't even know where to start. I was not into making goals at that time as a underachieving perfectionist of years of being like that. And goals seem scary and too prone to failure and disappointment. And so instead, what I did was create a bucket list of sorts. And it was 30 things I wanted to do before I turned 30. And this is now what I would call a do something list or do something plan. And you know what? All of it just involved me giving myself permission to try, to try something and to fail, to not even complete everything on my list. And my original list included things like make 30 new recipes, take a watercoloring class, go on 10 dates with my husband. Um, And one was to start a blog. And that's how I started my blog. And that eventually led to my podcast. Um, And so in this process of you know, going after 30 things before I turned 30, I really found the spark inside me that had been missing for years. And I also found parts of myself that I realized I wanted to develop more. And I found out what I was interested in more. I was able to explore a, a whole side to myself that had been buried deep. And it was very healing. And it, and, and again, the list here was so simple. None of these things were things that other people are going to want to put on their resolutions for a year. They were small and they are probably insignificant in the eyes of the world, but they all meant something to me and the spark that that lit within me. And it really, I mean, that list, 30 recipes, making 30 new recipes, it did change my life. Your do something plan is there to help you connect with what is missing in your life, what you're scared to try, but know you want to. Um, It's there to help you connect with what makes you happy or what used to make you happy. And it helps you feel motivated to try again in your life. Now, my Rediscover You workshop is uh, part part of our time there at the very end. We talk about this do something list and they come away with their own do something plan of how they're going to work on developing themselves and finding themselves. And this this workshop is passed now. Um, I'm not teaching it again online or in person for over another probably year or more. Um, So what I do want to do, though, is give you a little bit of what I teach there so that you can come up with your own do something plan for 2020 and be equipped to make a plan that's going to work for you and not someone down the street. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to share with you the lessons that I've learned in my own do something plans. I'm now making my third list. Um, Actually, maybe it's my fourth. Um, I know I skipped a year once I started the podcast, things kind of, I got on a train there that that was my whole do something list was just doing the podcast, but I did it again last year and I'm doing it again this year. So I guess it is my third. Um, and I have some lessons for you of something I want you to know as you go into making your own do something plan, um, so that you don't have to learn from the same mistakes I made in, in creating your own and going after them. Okay, so I have my workbook in front of me right here, right now. And before we, we dive in there, I do want to just share this quote that is from um, Christiana Hill, who was a podcast guest of mine a few years ago. And she says, bravery is in the everyday actions. And that's what this do something list is. It creates this trickle down effect that is missing in your life. And it will help you create the feelings you are looking for rather than the specific outcomes. It will help you um, consider what has fear stopped you from doing and to go after that. So here are my lessons that I've learned as I've done my own do something plans. The first is you do not need to know the end from the beginning to get started. 
this list might not give you a specific outcome. And in fact, it shouldn't be the main motivator behind making it. The, the, the purpose is to evolve yourself as a, as a woman, to get in touch with who you are and to have a little more fun and excitement and challenge in your life. It's not about the outcome. So I definitely had no idea where my first list would take me. On my first list was not make a podcast. On my first list was not to become a growth coach or anything like that. And that's what it's evolved to. And it might not be a public thing like that for you, but what it help me do is get in touch with who I was. So that's what you want. So again, you don't need to know the end from the beginning to get started. The second lesson I learned, it's not about what you do, it's how you view what you do. A lot of the traps that we fall into in this modern age is thinking that it has to be important what we do and that other people need to deem it as worthy of our time or our money even. And what will this amount to? You know, that's a question that I I hear a lot from women. Will this amount to anything? Um, Will it be worth the time? And this is where we say it's not about what you are doing and if it's worth the time and the money innately. It's how you view what you do. Do you think it's important? Are you going to stand behind your belief in that you are important and therefore so are these things on this list? It's not about what you do. It's how you view what you do. So that's my lesson as you go into this. Think about how can I take this seriously for myself, no matter what other people think, or even myself? The third lesson I want to share with you, it's not about success or failure. You may not even fulfill your whole list. I never have. So again, I'm on my third list um, now for 2020, and I fully expect to not, you know, to not cross off every single thing on my plan. So I know I keep interchanging list and plan. That's because I changed the phrase. So bear with me. Um, But as you go about this, it's not about, did I succeed? Did I overcome? It's more about this process of, can I learn and can I evolve and can I grow and can I open this side of myself that is waiting to be nourished and to be found again? And the final lesson I want to share with you is growth isn't pain-free. Even though this do something plan can be exciting, it can be honestly thrilling. Um, It could also be stressful and anxiety-ridden. You might be wondering if you're doing it right. You might be thinking that maybe you made the wrong plan and that's where you can go back and change it. There's, there's, There's no problem doing that. But that's what I want you to remember too. At the end of the day, growth is not pain-free. And if you are willing to push it through that discomfort a little bit and do some things that scare you or that excite you and challenge you and make you feel alive, you're going to be such a better woman by the end of the year. So those are the lessons. And in the past years, um, I shared some of the examples, but here are some more. Um, I've read a certain amount of books. Like I said, 40 books. I want to read 40 books. I want to try five new restaurants. Another example is to go on a full day hike with my friends, um, take a watercoloring class online, perform at church three times, take flute lessons again, perform on stage was one from 2019. Things on my list that I didn't even know the how behind what I was going to do to get there. I didn't know the how. And by the end of the year, it's crazy how much you accomplish from your list just by putting it out in the world. So what I want you to do, I want you to do it sooner rather than later. It's create your own do something plan. And as you do this, I want you to get out of your head and get into your heart. There are no rules to this. There's no real exact formula. There's no perfect plan. I can't tell you the exact number you need. I can't tell you the exact categories you need to make sure you have covered. But I can tell you that it is supposed to do all those things I've said, challenge you, inspire you, um, scare you a little bit, 
um, but more just bring you back to who you are. I do have a framework though for you. Earlier this week, we had a guest, Mika Perry, talk about organizing your home. And I love how she said that. I don't have a formula, but I have a framework. And this is it. Start with a brainstorm. Get out a pen and paper or get some notes up on your phone and just start with a whole brainstorm of what this could be what this list could entail, not what it should, and not if it's even possible, just get out there and write a ton of things from your heart. Here are some prompts that to help you do that. Answer some of these. What are you missing in your life? What are you interested in? What did you used to be interested in? What used to make you feel alive and happy? What do you see others doing that make you wish you could do it too? What is something that is scary and exciting for you? Then what you do after you've made that list of a brainstorm and you go through all those kind of prompts, you go through that brainstorm. And then what I do is weed out the goal type of things. Now, again, goals are not bad. I love goals. I make goals too now. I am now a goal maker. That evolved. My do something list eventually became my my goals. Okay, now I'm a goal maker too but they're separate from this do something list. So when I went and did my own for 2020, one of my examples of things I put down that actually was a goal was I want to create a weekly talk show for Instagram. Um, just like show up on video and do a little talk show and share it on a few different feeds, I, um, social media feeds I have. And I realized, you know what? That's actually more of a goal than something like to develop myself and to lead into my interests. Um, so that was something I put the letter G next to for goal. And I knew that's something I want to come back to later and create as an actual goal. So once you're able to weed out some of the things that look like goals, then you go through and you circle the ones that feel right for you. Start to narrow it down. I personally like to have my do something list be a certain number. 30 is what I've kind of stuck to. But hey, your list can be five. It can be 50. That's probably a little too much, actually. But um, I would actually say if you're going to err on the side of of, of s- shorter rather than longer, that might be best just to help you get a lot of small wins as you start into the new year. And another tip I have for you is I am actually this year going to make most of my list based off of a theme for what I know I am missing the most in my life right now. And that's creativity. So 2020 for me is going to be a year of creativity. That's not my word of the year. My word of the year is serve. But for my do something plan, I'm going to focus a lot on acts of creativity and and ways to push myself in creative ways. Again, I want to remind you with this list, this you don't have to finish yours. I want to share with you some of my list for 2020 if that helps you. If my voice is freaking you out a lot, I totally get it. Um, I will have this as a post on my website. You can go to aboutprogress.com slash do something 2020. Again, that's aboutprogress.com slash do something 2020 to see my full list for the year. So some of my acts of creativity I'm going to do, I'm going to learn how to play the ukulele. I want to perform on stage again. I want to write for myself. I'm going to bake some new things. And with that, I'm probably going to put a number next to it because it kind of helps me tick it off. And then I like to record what I've done uh, to get towards that number. So last year I said 20 and I think I made like five new things because it was a year of hustle instead of a year of creativity. And I want to get back to that. So I'm going to have a real list there. Um, And then I have some other things outside of creativity. I want to go on two overnighters with my husband. I want to go on two family trips. I want to visit Yosemite. I want to start a hiking club. I want to run a race again for the first time in years since I'm starting to be able to run again. Uh, That's a whole other story and for another time, um, including some trail running. Um, 
and I want to complete 10 master classes. I signed up for that with my husband and I have gone through like half of a few and I want to complete 10 of those. I don't know if you've heard of master class, but that's definitely something I check out. So there's just a few of mine. I hope that gives you a good sample. Again, go to aboutprogress.com slash do something 2020 to see mine. And here after, here's what I want you to do. After you create your own and you whittle it down, share it. Go to the private Facebook group that I always have connected for you. It's free and share a picture of your do something plan or type it up and share it there so you have it as well on your notes, on your phone or somewhere, some way that you can easily access it and refer it to refer to it and cross things off your list and, and document what you're doing. So like when I have something like try five new ice cream places, I write down the places I tried and the date I went um, to that new place. Um, so it's kind of fun to turn it into a way to document too. Not that it needs to be something formal. It could just be on a piece of paper. Um, so go and share yours on the private Facebook group or share it on social media. And what do you do? Make sure you tag me, um, so that I can, uh, share it too. Um, and finally do it as a dear progressor note. We would love to hear some of your ideas so we can steal them. Uh, that's totally a-okay. So, to find out how to do that, go to aboutprogress.com slash be on the show and you can share some of your ideas from your own do something plan for 2020. I'm sorry I mixed that so up, up so much the list and the plan words, but I think you're getting what I'm saying. Um, I do want to remind you before I go that we have a fantastic free five day you can get organized challenge going on. We have hundreds of people who have already signed up already and I'm teaching this alongside five guest teachers and we're going to help you gain some clarity about why you are not organized in ways that are important to you. Knowledge is power here. And once you better understand what is holding you back and organizing your mind, space, and time, then you're able to better make the changes you need to do so that you can have the life you want. So go to aboutprogress.com slash organization challenge to sign up. And again, it's free. And I also have my organization overhaul audio course that is available for you. Prices go up February 1st. And if you use the code PROGRESS, one word, all caps, you can get lifetime access at the one year access price point. And again, prices are going up by $30 each access level on February 1st. So I definitely want you to take part in that. It's um, a fantastic 12-week course with over 24 lessons. And we have 12 guest teachers, including myself. And it's honestly the best thing I've ever done to be really frank with you. So get on it, go to aboutprogress.com slash organization course. I know this was a bit longer of a growth spurt for you and I'm so sorry about my voice again, but you matter so much to me and I knew I had to get this episode out um, so much. So I hope that this helps you and um, that's I guess all I have to say. <laughs> Maybe I should go to the doctor tomorrow. Take care friends and make sure you go and do something with what you learned today and how do I normally end? Oh yes, Life is about progress, not perfection.